Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Okay, coming up next will be Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. And maybe Kevin can kind of fill in a blank or two about some of the comings and goings that's happening right now in Fayetteville. So, Kevin, did it surprise you that Mikel Mitchell has entered the transfer portal? You know, they could probably have saved a little bit of ink, and both of them made the announcement that they were entering into the transfer portal, but I guess one brother wants his spotlight, and then the other brother wants his spotlight. Well, so <laughs> this is not a surprise, Randy. It's not a surprise that it was announced just as Mikel. I've been hearing for a few days that they may play. They they may not be together next season. Hmm. Um, and the way that I heard that is, one of them may be remaining with with the Razorbacks. I knew which one that would be if it wow. if it worked that way. Um, and so this is not a, one bit of a surprise. Now we'll see what happens. They, these guys are twins, and they've <laughs> they've been together the whole the whole Green Mile, right? They <laughs> everywhere. So we'll mm-hmm. see if they're able to play, you know, go their separate ways. But you got to figure some point in life they're going to do they're going to have to do that, right? They don't have to, but at some point it's probably becomes uh, more realistic uh, that they're going to do some things separate of each other. You know, when we start talking about big stuff, jobs basketball you know things that require a lot of your time at some point you kind of have to get get to a point where you're doing your own thing uh especially if you're going to play professionally unless you get a team somewhere uh out there you know uh, i don't see these guys projecting the nba but whether it's overseas or some other place where they would they would want both of them together and i guess that's always possible as well but uh, we'll see what happens we'll see if if makai if what i was hearing plays out like i heard it might um, and so this, this uh, not a surprise that Mikel is in the portal and he and he alone among the twins. Which brings up an interesting pattern that has been occurring. Someone announces they're leaving, then shortly thereafter we hear a commitment. Does that mean Hunter Dickinson might be getting ready to commit to Arkansas? Randy, we're, we're going to do several big Arkansas is on. Let's also remember that, that Kamani Johnson went in the portal, a more undersized big, or not in the portal. He, we know he's not coming back. So he was the first from the front line. We've seen the guards come out, you know, announcing for the pros. We saw Brazil announce he's coming back. But we already knew Kamani wouldn't be back. And so I think Arkansas is looking at more than one kind of front line option. Hunter Dickinson's a player that they did a Zoom with. Uh, very, very recently. Uh, there's some other uh, bigs. A front line, you know, a, a six, seven. Jameer Watkins is on campus today. Uh, Virginia Commonwealth junior transfer. Uh, he's, he's visiting. Arkansas had three, you know, basically three visitors through Easter weekend. You had Khalif Battle, who they were still on a visit with uh, just minutes ago. Uh, let's see. And I'm getting information. 
too, getting a commitment. I'm sorry, I'm actually got you on speaker because things things are happening in real time here, Randy. You're right. Once a player goes in the pool, it's usually a it's the uh, what is it the white smoke out of the uh, out of the Vatican that that something you know (laughs) that's your sign that there's about to be a commitment. So uh, I'm trying to track that and do this segment with you at the same time, and I'm blundering here. Uh, But Arkansas is looking at multiple bigs. Uh, I'm, I'm texting as we're talking. I just got some information. May not be able to talk about it on this segment. I'm asking. Um, so, we'll, well, you, you know, we'll another see. Another segment. You got another segment after this one, so we'll hold. How's that? Well, we've got roughly, what, six minutes until we hit the next break. Do That's we, right. We're going to find do, out do, something do, do Rick and I do, do we sing while we wait on you or <laughs> – Start tap dancing no, no, or no. something? No, we're good. We're good. We're good right now. I, I got a, a, a cryptic message, uh, and I've, it's now been clarified, and, and so I don't have anything right now, but it was <laughs> it was perfect timing. It was uh, uh, what we were about to get into was the fact that, you know, once we see players go in the portal, um, that means a commitment's about to come, and those things aren't by accident. Sometimes it's a little spaced out, you know, so, but we've seen several on the same day, yes. um, and and that was the case when when Ricky Council announced he was going to go in the draft. Yeah. Um, and later that day was when we learned about Minifield's commitment. So it you know Arkansas on you know as far as perception wise and what people knew they were filled up at that point until Council made that announcement. And so I think because of the optics and because there aren't you know Eric Mosman doesn't really make mistakes. Uh, in these ways, uh, he, he wants those optics to land right. And so, you know, one back in the portal now. And so now, and, and this is the first player, by the way, guys, this is the first player to go in the portal from Arkansas this time. All the other announcements have been players leaving. We heard, you know, Graham announced he's coming back after Brazil did. Mm-hmm. And then Joseph Kenyon made a tweet that he's coming back. By the way, three players coming back, that's 50% more than last year <laughs> uh, when you talk about the two that came back. Yeah. So if anybody was looking for another 11-player overhaul, unless people change their mind, and I'm seeing a lot of that around the country, by the way, players are making announcements that they're coming back, and then they get in the portal a week or so later. But we'll keep an eye on it. But if that holds, and Arkansas is already getting back more than it got back last year, and I think there'll be a little more retention. And I think that's a good thing. I think it's. it's I think Melsman you know, he typically turns over half the roster, maybe, you know, maybe seven. Going 11 maybe was a bit much, and I think he'll look for a little more retention. Um, and and he's already off to a good start at those, at those announcements that came out recently. Hold. Okay. Well. Yeah, Dad, have y'all, have we gone through all the visitors? We, we said Khalif Battle was in his, his visits wrapping up this afternoon. Um, and, and, and just minutes ago, I mean, maybe 30 minutes before I came on, they, they were still – that was still going on, the visit. So it hadn't ended yet. Um, I mentioned Jameer Watkins, the, the transfer from VCU. By the way, Battle, I'm going back and forth here trying to get my thoughts collected. He's the six, uh, six five guard from Temple. He's a volume scorer and a, and a, and a really good three-point shooter. Um, when you look at – you know, when you look at his combination – as a grad in, in his time at Temple before that, he was a Butler. Um, and so well, that's a guy I know Arkansas is going to be looking for to fill those backcourt spots left by these guards. 
And then I think, you know, Watkins is going to be one of those versatile 3-4 types, and that's a role that Jordan Walsh has played. We don't have an announcement yet from Jordan Walsh, but he could be a, a guy that helps on that front line, especially the way Musman likes to have, you know, a big with four guards slash, you know, tweeners at that 3-4 spot. So at 6-7, Jameer Watkins would fit fit that build. And, again, he's a junior uh, from Virginia Common, Commonwealth. And then, then Arkansas's got Jaden Taylor coming in uh, this weekend as well. His visit starts tomorrow and runs through Sunday. Um, Kevin, you mentioned Walsh. I, just had, I asked this yesterday. I, we kind of threw it out there. Does every player coming back need to tweet that they're coming back? It, it used to be. It used to be that if you didn't hear anything, you knew they were coming back. Now, d- does each person have to make his own individual announcement of whether he's coming back or not? Yeah, so I'm told that that Jordan will make an announcement. I'm uh, Darian Ford also told me he's going to make an announcement soon. Um, <laughs> you know, so, these guys make announcements. It, you know, <laughs> it, and if you think about it, recruiting. You know, it went from high school and junior college. Now it's high school transfer portal. Yeah, heavy, heavy transfer portal, and because the portal is what it is. It's not just guys you're you're recruiting from other colleges, it's your own players maybe looking team. at their options. And IELTS out there, playing opportunity, all these things. And so if you want to have any retention, you've got to re recruit your own guys because they're getting overtures. So recruiting is you know uh, recruiting is a multifaceted and it's a, it's its own sport now, by the way, guys. I mean, there are people that care more about recru- winning recruiting wars and spend more time talking about that than they do the actual results on the court. So you uh, think guys you know, like Walsh, should your own players have signing ceremonies? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you see, like, the Minifield young man that committed to Arkansas a few days ago. Yeah. Among his six finalists that he put out two days before committing to Arkansas oh, was yeah. Washington, the school he, was, <laughs> yeah, the school he right. was already at. They were among his finalists. <laughs> um, that's just the nature of it now. You, you, you know, the old saying that scholarships are good for a year – People really kind of put that to the back of their mind. Is most players stuck around, and if they, in the few that did transfer, it made more sense that they would be transferring. They weren't necessarily getting playing time. If they ever wanted to play, they needed to leave. Sometimes it was academic stuff. Sometimes it was off the court stuff. But these days, even guys that are starring at their schools are getting in the portal. You see it all the time, and a lot of that has to do with NIL. But it's not that they can't get playing time where they're at and they're not productive. They get a chance if they can't go to the pros and make money yet and they're not ready or they're not draftable yet, and they're not getting the right feedback for that, well, why not get in the portal and see what you can get from NIL somewhere else and and make money that way until maybe you're ready for a pro career. So the whole game has changed. NIL is a part of it. Uh, But but we saw what the portal was doing, guys, even before NIL became a thing. It was already a growing thing, and it became like NBA free agents. And so I'm not laying it at the feet of NIL, but that just adds another complexity to it, another layer. Well, Kevin, you have roughly four minutes to get on your phone, whether it's by text or by phone call, because we'll bring you back in about four minutes. And hopefully you've got all kinds of news that you're ready to share. Hang tight. That's Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. All right, Kevin, you had approximately four minutes. What all were you able to accomplish in that large amount of time? <laughs> oh boy well i got some stuff ready to fly if it comes out 
Um, Would you like I, to I've share juggling, whatever that I've may be? I've been juggling my phone. I only have one phone to juggle, so it, I'm, I'm not literally juggling it, but I'm, I'm getting all kinds of stuff raining in on me here. It's, it's uh, uh, If I was about, you know, if I was quicker, guys, I'd have more information from you. Okay. For you. You never did. You never did update us. In fact, let me let me do this first. Uh, from Jason, by way of our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback, he said, "Any news on Khalil Ware from Oregon?" Well, he's taking visits. Indiana. There's going to be a visit to Alabama. Um, you know, I, I just you know right now. I just don't see that it's going to change, guys. But, but maybe it can. Any, I mean, things are changing by the minute in this in this portal stuff, so it's possible. Can't rule it out. But I just don't think that's a priority either way. I don't think Arkansas is a priority for him, and I don't think he's a priority for Arkansas. Now, with a player that of that talent and that caliber and, and a potential, that's enough to potentially change a coach's mind for his program. Um. Um, but I think there's things there that that maybe uh, from the last recruitment that didn't that haven't been overcome, but that doesn't mean that they can't be. And you know I'm, I can't go into details on that other than to say I, I, what I said to start on this. I don't think it's a priority for either party at this time. Again, that could change. All right. What about Hunter Dickinson? Yeah, I, I mean I think that Arkansas's got other teams ahead of it. Um, the, the one thing with Musselman um, is, is in, in we didn't get to report a lot of details on some of these previous portal commit pickups, but Arkansas overcame some disadvantages and, and playing from behind on a few others before. Uh, so, you know, they, you always leave that as a possibility. I mean, that's a guy that was a consensus second-team All-American as a freshman. He's been an all-Big Ten player. Um, and, you know, he's the kind of guy that can – give you so many options for a front-line piece because he can score inside and out. Um, and, you know, so you can – he gives you match-up problems that you present to other teams. So, I mean, he's obviously a guy – Arkansas wouldn't have done a Zoom with him if they weren't not only very strongly interested but thinking that they might have a way in. So we'll see what happens there. I do think, as it is right now, Arkansas is playing from behind. Two names that had unofficial – visits this was almost uh in the aftermath uh in fact one visited while arkansas was preparing to go i'm not sure if it was to vegas or otherwise yeah, uh, vegas. Uh, cameron no, hunter it, vegas. cameron hunter he and freddie hicks who played at tarleton state have is Arkansas moved on? Is there any any life beat or heartbeat there for either one of those two guys? Yeah, I don't think you close the door completely. I think Minifield, obviously a point guard, that's the position that Hunter plays, and so we'll see what happens. Arkansas is going to be after multiple guards, and I know they like Cameron Hunter quite a bit. They also like Freddie Hicks quite a bit. That's why they, they came on visit, so we'll see. Uh, I think you have to take really seriously, though, who they have on campus this weekend. These are official visits. Uh, and it's multiple guys. I mentioned Khalif Battle. I mentioned Jameer Watkins. We didn't really get to talk about Jaden Taylor, another guard. He's out of Butler, um, and so they and he'll be in Saturday and Sunday. And so, um, you know, these guys, those three guys in some order, and, and, and I, think, I think all three are priorities right now. 
Number one is Arkansas. The only reason Watkins and we're talking about him on a visit is because he posted to his Instagram a photo of him in a golf cart riding on campus at Arkansas, and he had it pinned Fayetteville, Arkansas. Hmm. They were trying to keep that visit under wraps. And so uh, now it's out, and we reported on it. But, you know, I I think uh, these three guys that are on campus are priorities. That's not to say that a Freddie Hicks and a Cameron Hunter won't still be in the plan somewhere. A lot of this also depends as Arkansas continues to, to – we know they've contacted over 80 prospects. Tyler Perry from Springdale Harbor, by the way, that's up in your area, Rick. You probably remember Tyler. Yeah. Uh, he was the Conference USA Player of the Year at North Texas. That. He was the most outstanding player of the NIT. He led that team uh, to the NIT championship. His head coach has moved on to Texas Tech. Uh, but he's telling me that uh, Muss and several Arkansas staffers, and that he's now talked to the entire staff, have been recruiting him since he got in the portal a few days ago. He plans to do a Zoom with the coaching staff next week, and then he wants to take a visit. And he said that's probably the week after he would do a Zoom. And so that seems like a far way out when Arkansas's got guys on campus now. So we'll see what happens even there. But that's another point guard, uh, 5'11", 6'0", Tyler Perry, who I got to cover a lot in high school. Very, very talented player. You know, it's interesting you're mentioning uh, Tyler Perry, who has two years of eligibility remaining. Uh, this was the Conference USA Player of the Year. Uh, according to The Athletic, he is the number two player in the transfer portal. Yeah. He, he, he can, he's, a, he's, he's a volume-efficient three-point shooter. Three, three bakes from three per game. So over three makes per game and over 40% from three. You talk about helping fix a problem there. Now, his his height um, at six feet or 5'11", six feet, you know, he's in that range. Um, you know, playing at the SEC level, it may not be as easy to get open looks, but he can create space because of his his dribble craft. And so even if it, you know, and he's been doing it, his, you know, ever since he's been playing, is he's typically not the tallest guy out there, right? So he's learned how to create open looks for himself. Uh, but he's, you know, he's an outstanding, outstanding talent in this. Now, he told me a few days ago, and I reported this, that he'd be visiting Florida this weekend. Uh, Arkansas was among the six or so schools that were recruiting him the hardest. And, of course, Chris Beard and Ole Miss have jumped in. He, he wanted me to he kind of follow it up to let me know that was the, the latest to uh, – come on board and so you know Chris Beard at Ole Miss uh the guy can coach we know that from Little Rock and we saw what he did what he what he did at Texas Tech and the brief time he was at Texas and so the SEC got tougher there and he of course you know they're going to recruit at a high level with Beard on board a new name that jumped in the portal I gotta believe they're gonna line up a mile long to get a shot at this guy Ryan Nimhard. He has two years of eligibility, yeah. played at Creighton. That I love his game. And this is a I mean, this is another point guard, but golly, it'd be hard to say no if you got an opportunity at Ryan Nimhard. Well, there's no doubt about it. That that's you know, that that's you know, I, I don't like to use the word program changer. But, but from a backcourt standpoint, from a guy with experience at the highest levels at Gonzaga, a team that's always ranked at the top and, and has had success in the NCAA tournament, 
you know, if you can get a guy like that out of the portal, uh, it's a five star. That's a, that's the you know, it, it's a five star win, and maybe even better because of the experience. I mean, uh, everybody wants that, you know, and uh, my, even Max Abnus out of ORU going in the portal out of Oral Roberts, mm-hmm. you know, you know, he to me that's a five star win if you can get a guy like that because of what he's accomplished. We saw what he did to Arkansas back when they had to deal with him. Kevin, we're out of time, but I'm sure you'll text me, email me, whatever it may be, with all kinds of breaking news. Thank you, Kevin. Have Carrier a great weekend. pigeon if I have to. My <laughs> Wi-Fi is still out, Randy. Tornado weather. Got it. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin.